Hi friends, and thank you for joining me on Hacking Happiness, Episode 2. I'm your host, DJ Jeffries. Today on the show, I want to talk about how we, and I can use the royal we, um, can remain happy during times of external turmoil, confusion, and conflict. And so in preparation for today's episode, I looked at an article on Psychology Today called Triggering Happiness Hormones in a Society in Turmoil. Our environments affect our brain chemicals. So I won't bore you with the details of the the three main hormones that the article talks about, but I do want to talk about some of my key takeaways and also talk about some things that I've heard throughout the week and how I think those can be applied. So the first thing that we have to do is acknowledge that our external environments play a big role in whether or not we are happy. But it's also important to acknowledge that even though they play a big role, they don't play the only role. And so there's a lot of internal things that we can control that can allow us to better cope and to more effectively be happy in um, harsh external environments. The second main thing that's important to note is that in some ways, society actually dictates the way in which we can react and we can feel in harsh external environments. So what I mean by that is society tells us that there are appropriate and inappropriate ways to feel during times of turmoil, which can be detrimental to us as we are trying to experience our emotions in the ways most true to us. Thirdly, I just like to quote the article and say that while personal happiness in many ways begins with a choice, we then need to learn the attitudes, skills, and behaviors that result in a feeling of thriving. So diving right into this article, one thing that the author notes is that um, we are not only influenced by the society we live in in terms of how happy we are, but by real circumstances in our lives as well as cultural narratives that exist within our culture and that we don't question. One such cultural story that the author brings up in America is the story that we all have a right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And so since we have internalized that idea, when we don't see it play out for ourselves, for our friends, for our families, for those that we care about, it creates a feeling of dissonance and a feeling of unhappiness because it's one of those things that we have come to expect, to believe, and to no longer question. And as the author notes, this is one of the better cultural stories in our society. 
So one thing that I was thinking about as I was reading that is how can we know the influence that these cultural stories have on us if sometimes they're so embedded into our worldview or the way that we just see the world. And what I thought could work is if we take time to examine the underlying story behind our desires. And so, in, in doing so, hopefully we'll be able to be more intentional about what has value and what matters. Now, obviously this wouldn't necessarily be the end-all be-all of how to be happy in harsh external environment. But one thing that we can do is we can decide what's a harsh external environment. So now I want to talk a little bit about what happened when I, what I've experienced this week that I feel like is applicable to this topic. And so I went to an event on Thursday and I got to hear some really smart people talk. And one thing that came up to me, that, that really stuck out to me, was they were talking about uh, things going on in the world and how it just seemed so bad. And this was a group of very forward-thinking individuals, and so the main question on all of our minds was, okay, what do we do? You know, what happens? What's next? And one gentleman brought up Newton's third law of motion, and for the first time that week, I felt like there was reason to be hopeful and so Newton's third law of motion states that for every action there is an equal and opposite reaction and thinking about these harsh external environments I think there's true value in saying if things are bad now if they are really bad now and we apply Newton's law of motion to just life in general, that means some really good things are going to have to happen in order to make up for that. Now, surely, this is just a way of thinking and a way, a way of framing, and I'm by no way saying be naive and wait for things to just naturally balance themselves out, because as we know, Newton's Law of Motion primary application is for motion and not for happiness. But I do think there is value in being happy and using this ideology to keep hope alive and to help guide you. Um, because I've noticed sometimes that when I'm angry and when I'm really, really angry, Sometimes I stop and I ask myself, where does this get you? What is this anger doing? And a lot of times what it's doing is it's taking all this, all these things, these negative things going on in the external environment and pulling them inside of me. So now not only is the outside of me bad, but the inside of me is bad as well. And that is not a place that I want to be in. So... I thought that was really, really helpful. 
And the second thing that came to me out of this event is, full disclosure, I'm not a Game of Thrones watcher. I tried to get into it in high school uh, and then again in college, but it's, it's it was tough for me. But no, I have no problems with you if you are. Most people in this world, it seems, are. Oh. But one thing that they that they said at this event was they said chaos is a ladder and they all smiled and laughed and I'm like what's going on this is some kind of joke I don't get but obviously it was a Game of Thrones reference but what that means is that in chaos there is opportunity and when you shut down and you allow negativity from the external environment to come inside you and to corrupt you what you miss out on is opportunity an opportunity to switch it and to advance that opposite and equal reaction that we were talking about earlier so those things i think can help uh, remain help you to remain happy in harsh external environments it's something that i'm still struggling with and that's one of the main reasons why i wanted to research it uh, going back to the article I'd like to end with a few words directly from the article. Right now, we are unlikely to immediately change what is not working in our society or what narratives that undermine our happiness prevail in the media. So rather than lash out, we can have compassion for ourselves and others locked in situations that make us angry, as well as for those angry at people like us. Beyond this, we can notice what cultural stories have become inner prisons that limit us. We do have the key to unlock our inner chains and start thinking, telling, and acting on more empowering narratives. So as I conclude, I want to say that there are a lot of bad things going on in the world and that it's very easy to be discouraged. I know because this week I was and still am very discouraged. But what I think is useful is to at least try to find some sense of peace within yourself. Because this life is short and it's very important to make the best of it because I believe that if you're at peace and happy within yourself then you can go out into the world and make it reflect I'd like to end with our quote of the, of the week change will not come if we wait for some other person or some other time. We are the ones we've been waiting for. We are the change that we seek. Barack Obama. Thank you for listening. Today's music was provided by Purple Planet. Um, that beautiful rendition of Sam Cooke's A Change Is Gonna Come was done by L. Young, who can be found on Facebook and YouTube 
by just searching L.Young. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next time on Hacking Happiness.